on the podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. Um, I wonder if jo- I just now had the thought that I wonder if Josh edited out that weird beginning to the last one. Depends on if he actually listens to it or not. <laughs> we'll find out. No, we won't. Because no, we, we won't, won't listen to it. Nobody will know. <laughs> so apologies if the beginning of that last episode was weird. I bet it wasn't because Josh is really good at his, at his job. Well, it ha- oh, yeah, I was going to say it hasn't aired yet. But to the people listening to this, it has. So <laughs> we're, I'm we're in podcast. We're never going to figure that out. It's never going to happen. Why did you do that right away? <laughs> you did that right away. You're but like, I, <laughs> I remember nothing. <laughs> I get thirsty the second it's inconvenient to get I don't thirsty. remember anything about anything that's ever <laughs> happened on this podcast before. I just, it's all out the window. I feel like there's what if there's like um some like I don't know twenty somethings that listen to this podcast. There are lots of twenty something drinking that game. Listen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, every time they say something idiotic, drink, and they're just plastered like ten minutes in. Well, I think I don't know. I feel like twenty somethings don't water play drinking noise games. Is one of them. I feel like twenty somethings just like do yoga. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, like, I don't know. Only only lame ass. 30 something 40 somethings make play drinking, drinking oh, games. Oh yeah, Steve and I make drinking games to TV oh, yeah. shows and All movies the time. and stuff cuz you know 20 somethings what do you do instead of drinking games? DM us. <laughs> they DM people. Oh. They they troll comment threads instead of do drinking games. I had thought about something I wanted to make a drinking game to recently for the podcast and now I forgot what it was. That's a cool story. <laughs> tell me more about what you don't remember um so this is gonna air when on november 19th oh shit for real yeah so the week of show of hands yeah it's all right show of hands okay so this weekend holy crap this makes me always really uncomfortable whenever we do these episodes because we have to talk about things like and it like yeah. it's in the future, future and but it's not and then it makes me like oh my god is show of hands this weekend fuck <laughs> i'm not ready well the <laughs> other thing that's really fucking with me is thanksgiving being late yes thanksgiving and not is a week just late. the fact that it's late but that that also means that there's only three weeks between that's thanksgiving right. and christmas that's right it's just it's very weird. We're sorry. Everyone. Everything's just so fucking condensed. I yeah. wonder what that's going to do to the to shopping, shopping, the shopping mentality. Yeah. I think it'll make everybody just as insane as they always are. Well, I feel like last year it just like it dragged out for so it did dra- long. Yes, I agree with that. So it I'm, felt so. Yeah. yeah. The space between the two shows felt really long. The sp- that that like four weeks of December, like mm-hmm. the Thanksgiving holiday. And then that four weeks till Christmas was like, Oh my God, is it not fucking Christmas yet? What what's happening? Like it, t- it did take forever. It did feel like it took forever. And it felt like there were so many shows. It felt like every day there were six shows <laughs> and everyone was in all of them. <laughs> and I felt like, how is everyone doing this? Mm-hmm. How is everyone well, sleeping? I was trying, I was going back and looking because I did six shows last holiday and you I was did? trying to count. Yeah. I was trying to count them out on this 
calendar yeah, yeah. and I, it wasn't working and then that's when i you realized were like oh there's a week we had an missing. extra week yeah that is interesting because um, i was trying to figure out like how have i had to say no to everything somebody told me i can't remember who it was somebody that didn't apply <clears throat> to the november show was <laughs> said something to me like oh you moved the show so mm. that's why they didn't apply and i was like i didn't move the show thanksgiving moved but thanksgiving moved like i didn't do it <laughs> like the show's the same weekend it always is um but yeah i thought that was funny i was like no the calendar moved I didn't it I didn't move it. <laughs> I don't have that much power. <laughs> yeah, I moved Christmas. <laughs> I'm very powerful. I'll make the holiday whenever I want it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the uh show of hands is this weekend. Um if you don't have tickets to the Friday night preview, I assume that they'll not be sold out at this point, but like they might be. Yeah, who knows. I make this joke every single year and we do this. I'm like, I'm already done with all of my work. <laughs> and then I'm I think kicked back. I think I say I'm not. <laughs> I'm taking I mean, like 12 hour long bubble bath. Theoretically, I'm going to be on the news this week. Oh, that's my plan. That's what I want to happen. It's not scheduled. You're just going to like. Well, no, because those morning news show, show things. Those morning news yeah. shows things are not scheduled in advance like that. Why? They are. Li- oh my God. They are so fly by the seat of your pants. They're literally like, do you want to be on the news tomorrow at four in the morning? And you're like, sure. And then you show up with like a bunch of stuff and they're like, like there's cool. no reason and then they're just drunk that way. But everyone's drunk yeah. <laughs> and there's a Christmas tree and you're like, what day is it? And they're like, we don't know. We're going to go to sleep after this. Like it's, uh, it's very weird. I mean, this is, my experience with WGN for sure. Mm. That's the way they are. Well, and I guess, I mean, the other ones are kind of like that too, but yeah, we'll see. That's, that's a a goal. So hope maybe that'll happen. And then I'm kind of hoping that we'll have a news, someone at the show. Mm. Like that always is kind of like a weird, like it might happen and then maybe it doesn't. And then, you know, like sometimes it's a weird, like, does that need to happen? Because it's always kind of an after the fact promotion, you know, because it's like if it's during the show, how much press does that actually get for additional people to come? I guess it depends on when they come. Right. So if they can if they come like on Saturday morning and it's a live thing or if they come on Friday, like it's all it all depends on like how it lines up. But hopefully we'll get some news coverage, some like TV news coverage. That could be cool. Um, cause we got lots of print press and web coverage last time, but TV, TV seems kind of archaic, but also like is very effective. So I, mean, I would like that to like happen. Air that stuff on their website. Yes. Too. So it's always, I mean, it's, it's never not good. Like it's always good. It's just whether or not it happens in like a timely fashion. So yeah, my, my plan is always to have like the least amount of like scheduled stuff the last week before the show so that like random crazy shit that just comes up out of nowhere I can say Uh yes to so like if somebody's like hey can you go run do this thing on a Tuesday in the middle of the day I can be like yes I'm available for that so or can you like pick something up or can you bring this to here or can you drop something off at this place or can you you know I can just be available Uh so that's always my 
last week thing. So hopefully that's what's happening. You could be on the news right now. Like while this people is, are as people are listening to, it, to this, they're going to have to choose. All right. They can listen to both. Watch both. <laughs> um but what we were we were going to talk about, I guess people asked some questions about show of hands in general um, or show holiday shows in general. Yes. So Jamie asked for tips for merchandising and booth setups and how to make bank at a show and then our top do's <laughs> and don'ts well assuming that most people probably have their like merchandising booth setups figured out at this point but moving into the holiday season that's probably still helpful right i have like the yeah big things figured out but i'm always like i feel like a lot of people's main i think my main like no brainer criticisms of people usually like with booth displays are, and they're things that you don't like some people I say this to and they're like, well, yeah, obviously. But then you look around at booth displays and you're like, Oh shit, people are actually not doing this. Um, the things that I notice sometimes at show of hands, but often at other shows is when I go to a booth and I don't know what the name of the business is. Mm. Like that's a huge one where like if I can't look at your booth and know like if there's not a sign somewhere like very visible and it's also that weird like early 2000s style like put the name of your booth on the front of and your tablecloth. Yeah if anyone's still doing like, that. Like don't do not do that. We all I love you forever. That? We all did it. We all did it for years. Stop doing it. It's it it made sense in theory but in reality it is the worst place to put your sign so if you're like <laughs> newish to the game and don't know this there was a time where we all had banners that we like like canvas banners with pinned, grommet holes yeah and you safety to the pin them to your tablecloth table. we all had the same they were all the same size and we were all like real proud. You always felt like so real. Proud. I remember when I oh got my, my first one. You were like, I'm in business. So I made so a banner. Ugly. It's real ugly. Yeah. So like, we're really sorry if you have a banner and you were going to put it at the front of your tablecloth and we've insulted you, but don't do it. And in case you're like, why? It's because knees. when people are standing knees. in front of your table. Nobody's knees want to read your logo. You can't see it anymore. So literally <laughs> if one person is looking at your table, which you want that to happen. You want at least one person to stand in front of your table at any, at all times during a show. You have now caused your own logo to not be seen by anyone else. Yeah. And not even by the person that's standing at your table. No one, literally zero people can see the name of your business. I think we, it looked good if no one was in front of your table and you're taking a photo. Yeah, we of liked course. how that looked. Looked great. Um, but that means empty yeah. show, no customers. So you need it. Booth looks great. Like up behind you is great. Or like or as a stand on, on your table. Yeah. Like I'm actually going to do both. I think this year yeah. I have one that I like on the table a lot. Yeah. Um, and my big one. Also, if it makes sense with your business somehow, like I love it when, if it makes sense with your branding and this is, this is for very few 
vendors, I think. But if it makes sense with your branding, like wearing a shirt that set, like having something on your person that is branded. Like I know that like, I mean, Edgewater Candles has kind of like upped the fucking ante with like branding themselves. Mm -hmm. Like they got Minimo Maxima to make them little Edgewater Candles fucking bolo ties. Like Jesus Christ, that's unreal. But like have or like literally just having a t-shirt that has your logo on it if that makes sense with your branding like michelle wearing a michelle starbucks t-shirt would be really weird yeah. but i would say um so if brand that sort of thing doesn't work for you something that i've started doing is just trying to match my booth display totally yeah like, like even if you're literally you like know? if your booth display is super like boho chic and then you're wearing like a Bruins jersey like you <laughs> fuck you like you that like that's weird choice. but do you know what I mean yeah. like I've seen that happen okay or yeah. if the person helping you at your booth like god bless your husband for helping you but like tell him not to wear his fucking Bruins jersey to your booth he looks like Steve a always idiot. wears his cardigan right and that's I love what I'm saying like make it. sure you make sense <laughs> with your booth and that you're you know like you coordinate and you look nice and that yeah. you know and if your booth is funky and fun colorful like adrian from Panapaz, like her booth is crazy yeah, artsy and colorful and booth. she yeah. wears bright colorful funky colors and polka dots and everything and like that makes sense with her booth if she was where and like she probably could wear anything and it would make sense but like that coordinates with mm -hmm. her you could see her across the room and be like i bet that lady goes with that booth and so like just kind of making your whole booth and you and everything match and make people understand that like you're in a store and if you walked into a retail store of your stuff and there was literally no signage of what your store was called anywhere, wouldn't somebody be like, what the fuck is this store called? Sure. Or now I'm thinking about like how effective it is that when you like work at the Gap, you have to wear... Yeah, gap you have clothes. to wear gap clothes. Yeah, like can you imagine walking in there and everyone's right. just wearing their own or random could you imagine, clothes? Like, could you imagine Sophia Reyes like coming to her sh coming to the show and like standing in her own booth and like wearing a scarf she bought at Forever Twenty One? <laughs> yeah, people would be like, "What the what the yeah, fuck is I mean, happening?" Like, and you know, things like that are obvious when you make clothes. You right. wear your own clothes, you wear your but own if clothes. you like someone like Sarah yes. wears clothes that they match, like match her, her packaging yes yeah. exactly so yeah. um i think everyone can do it yeah in some way just even if you're just color coordinating right. with your booth right. that it works yeah just think about like the shopper's experience and like what what they are looking at and what they're gonna see and like think about everybody don't just think about who's standing right at your table think about who's across the room and think about who's coming from this angle and who's coming from this angle and like there's gonna be some stuff at a show like at show of hands or at any show that you're gonna have to think about kind of on the fly like oh my god you get there and your booth neighbor has like a wall or like you didn't realize that they we're going to put a chair right there or you didn't realize that their sign was going to be this direction or whatever. Like you might have to suddenly kind of like renegotiate something or move something the other way or ask them if we can work together to make this work. Like there's always stuff that you can kind of do to make stuff, 
you know, work a little better. And also like ask your booth neighbors for help. Ask your booth neighbors, like, does this look good? Or like, what do you think? Or can you read that sign from over there? Or like, would you, you know, how do you feel like this is laid out? Like people will help you. They're happy to help you. Um, something we've been talking about, um, in relation to your location at a show, like being in the same spot versus switching it up, I yeah. think also applies to your display. Like, yeah. do you continually do the same Have thing the same so people setup. recognize you or do you switch it up so people are like, ooh, new, you know. Like, yeah, it's, this looks this different looks than last time. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like both are. Yeah, a little f- of both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, I feel like I usually change things up yearly-ish. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, I constantly have a new idea I want to try out. Yeah. Actually, when I was planning my display for this one, I had too many ideas. And so I just started writing them all down. And I came up with different look options. And I think I had six different look <laughs> options for the show. Yeah. And I like had to sit down and go over all of them with Steve. And in the end, we ended up with white and white. <laughs> <laughs> just white. Um, which is something white. I've never done yeah. because white always seemed boring to me. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, I've got so many different colors in the actual jewelry now. I want to yeah. see what happens if I just let the jewelry be the color. Yeah. And like there are colors in the display, but it's my first ever white tablecloth. White Better watch backdrop. out for that kid with the ketchup fries. I thought about that. I mean, that's not going to happen at our show, but. Yeah, can we ban ketchup yeah. from the show? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. thanks. I'll tell. Thank you. I'll tell Doom Street. Um, no ketchup. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what food they have anyway that would have ketchup on it. Nobody's gonna throw anything on your tablecloth. I I was worried. I'm like, oh, it's white. But you're it's far like enough one away of those, from the food. Um, like custom like fit oh, things yeah. that has the open back Ooh, too. So I don't fancy. have the yeah. You don't have I'm to not, tuck like, it under it up. Um, yeah. in the back. Um, and it's like that polyester, so it doesn't wrinkle. Nice. So you're going all in, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I've never done that. I've always like pieced together tablecloths that were cool, but totally weren't supposed to work for yeah. that. And then it drove Steve nuts. He's like, why can't you just get a normal tablecloth? I'm like, cause I don't like, them. I don't want to do it normal. I'm yeah. not normal. Yeah. I mean, I'm making some other things difficult. I have these like giant palm branches yeah that i want in my backdrop things and i have these like hanging vases and it was just because i i like the um like the way the palm branches the texture yeah in relation to the like starburst pattern that's in a ton of my pieces <laughs> i feel like it's you're losing similar, your mind you're yeah going crazy i just i like that text i wanted to re repeat that texture somewhere yeah else in my display and then i had to figure out how to affix those yeah so it, it turned into this whole giant thing that's going to drive steve nuts <laughs> i had to buy whatever tell him to show marbles the other day oh god to weight down the glass faces <laughs> this is intense i know i know <laughs> you don't have to do what michelle's doing everybody i don't normally though <coughs> Sometimes you can put a lot of effort in. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's good to change things up. Like if you have stuff that you know is consistent, 
that people will look and be like, oh, that's Michelle Starbuck. That's yeah. So right? those like, like grid things are like still in the display. The sa- like similar ways of displaying stuff. And then like obviously whatever your branding and logo I'm just changing is. the colors of everything. But then, yeah. yeah. And then just like changing the up the tablecloth color the or yeah. like, you know, having a different table size or whatever it is. Like, I think that's sometimes like... I know sometimes people just like change up their whole booth display and just like have the same sign. And it's like, sometimes that's enough to just like, you know, if you want to rearrange it every time, because sometimes it is, it can get monotonous for the shoppers that come to the show every single time. And if you're in a show time and time again, and like people expect to see you there, like they might start to be like, Oh, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Like that's the same. Even if you have different yeah, products, yeah. They see the display looks the yeah. same. They assume the product they might looks not the same. take the time that's a, to stop yeah, and look really at what you're point. doing. Yeah. But if you've changed up the display, they might come and be like, "Oh, I'm going to give that a second look because they might have something new that I haven't seen before." Because mm. like the backdrop's purple, and it was green last time. But yeah, merchandising's tricky. But it's all it's a way to like try something new and like show off what you're you know. I usually just tell people to like think about it more, try to think about it more like how stuff would be set up in a store. Exactly. Cause we also, um, back in the, um, banner on the front of your table days, we also used to have like really weird ass display shit. Oh yeah. Like, 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 Oh, like we're all very anti the typical display (laughs) method for anything. Like why were we so bad? I like, did you always have regular card displays or did you ever go through a phase where you did something no, I weird had, like, with your weird cards? Sh- Sometimes I would have weird shit where I'd have like drawers, like mm. cards in like stacks and drawers and stuff. Like I thought I was being clever and there was a period of time where yes, I, we all wanted to be like, super clever. There was a point where I would like have s- books, like I just stacked books and they were like risers where it was just like, b- and I was like, why is this smart? Like, why do I just have a box of books that I'm bringing everywhere? And then they were always a pain in the ass and people would be like, are these books for sale? And I'm like, no. I remember using all these vintage scarves (laughs) that I would just lay jewelry on. And people were like, what's this? Yeah. Yeah. Like I really, I mean, sometimes, sometimes it works, but like most of the time the rule is less is more like, yeah. Like you, I'm still learning. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And I mean, I, I think that like, it is always good to try to get, feedback from other vendors and stuff like if you can get people to kind of give you some input and you'll also like the more you do shows you'll start to realize like like I know people especially with show of hands because it is three days like from one day to the next people will like change their display like they'll see how people react to things like Mm -hmm. on a Friday and they'll realize like oh nobody's really receiving that like no one's looking at this area or like people seem to be reaching over something or like not being able to get to this part and then they'll like I'll come in on Saturday and I'll be like oh so you just like move that table over there huh and they're like yeah (laughs) just like changed it up a little bit but like sometimes it's literally that quick like you'll realize even within a show yeah oh the merchandising of this didn't i almost always change something between saturday and sunday yeah like just something that um like on the tabletop because i've got the like panels yeah you'll just move something from one panel to another um 
just because like if it's not selling and like this is my last chance yeah. to see if i move this right if it'll and sell. sometimes it'll just be a matter of like you've sold out of something and you need to readjust and move things around like that's why it's good to have kind of modular things like regardless of how big or small your stuff is like if you have bins or little tables or whatever you can always kind of like adjust and like rearrange your space to accommodate like what's left yeah right um <laughs> i like how jamie says um the top do's and don'ts beyond obvious bring plenty of product and don't get drunk because i've always yeah, been a drunk. huge like i've always like no drinking was my thing <laughs> until um the a, spring you show little, you can drink a little bit um yeah i've never trusted the my show when you had purple drink yeah i've never trusted myself to just drink a little <laughs> bit but i realized i i was just like too stiff yeah and then sarah and i got the purple drink and <laughs> all of a sudden i was like more talkative and friendly and it was working so know yourself yeah that's the rule that's, know yeah, yourself right so know how you are with people and know how you are with drinking yeah i think it de also depends on like how much sleep you've been getting yes like maybe if you're really tired like a drink might just be too much maybe yeah. you need coffee yeah. or something instead i used to always rely on i always too the, much caffeine on the friday notes i always the show notes to the vendors i always have a little clause in there that's like do not get drunk thank you yeah <laughs> where well, i'm like you're allowed to drink i'm not going to come around and police you and tell you not to be drinking a drink but also like you're responsible for yourself and like I'm going to assume that you're not going to get sloppy drunk in front of your own shoppers. Like you're still at your job. Like you're I still mean, working. The reason <laughs> I wouldn't, I don't want to even get remotely drunk is because I'm worried I'm going to like overcharge someone right? for yes. something yeah. or break my display. Right. Do something like clumsy. trip or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Like, yeah. And um, some people can, you know, there are definitely people that can handle their alcohol a lot better than others. Like, and that's why, yeah, know your know yourself and your limitations. Sure, but so other obvious ones are um, do's don't and don'ts. Sit. Okay, my big thing is always don't sit. I always unless you have a very good reason for it. And if you have don't it, sit. My thing, my thing, is that. I always I'm a stickler for sitting. I will judge you if you're sitting. If you are a person that needs to be sitting and you know that about yourself, if you're like, I'm not going to stand the whole time, um, then you need to get a chair that sits you up higher. Mm -hmm. You need to get a chair that is like an artist's chair mm -hmm. or a bar stool height mm -hmm. that sits you up so that you are eye level with your customers so that you're not using the chair like a normal chair height chair. Yeah. Because... If you are just sitting at Ikea a chair, has a really good yeah. tall. There are so many, stool. so many options for stool height chairs. So, like, if you are a person that needs to rest or you don't want to be on your feet the whole time, you could also get those pads. Just that you get have right, and it also we definitely recommend on. getting those like cushy foam pads that are like play pads or like like we they, always you know, say we're gonna do it, but then it's just one more thing to. I you got know. new ones just recently, like off Amazon. They were like ten dollars. Mm. I mean, I don't really care. Like it doesn't. Bother it doesn't me. bother. I mean, yeah. Wear don't wear fucking heels 
everybody like no not many i mean i don't see a lot of show of hands people wearing like bad unless you're selling shoes and then well yeah but then you're selling like mohop shoes and those are really comfortable so like wear those she has like wedgie she does yeah but i think that there's something to be said for like and and i i do think that it's slightly different when you're sitting in a chair and you're in a booth that's like an open space booth like where you like walk into it Mm, mm -hmm, and someone's mm -hmm. sitting in a chair that's a little different than the people when you're like behind a table sitting in a chair like if you're hidden away and you're sitting in a chair and somebody comes up to your booth and you stay sitting Mm -hmm. um that person has every right in the world to walk away from you and not come back i think (laughs) sometimes the um people who do sit worry that standing makes the customer feel like they're being watched too closely or like it's you have too to make intense of an interaction. But yeah. if you are standing behind your booth and that customer walks up and you make eye contact and you say hello, yeah. you have to have an initial touch point with that customer. Like regardless of what that customer is feeling, you, it is my opinion that every single customer needs to be acknowledged and you need to make it known to them that you are the person that they need, that they can talk to if they want to. Yeah. So Unless, like sometimes there are customers who you can tell they do not want to talk to anyone, but I still, d- I, but I, I don't force it on. I people. still think you have you to think say, you should force. It I on still people? think you have to say hello. Okay. I still think that everyone needs a greeting. I kind of just gauge every person. In my opinion, they entered your store. Mm. Every single person has entered your store. What if they have headphones in? Well, if they have headphones in, they're a dick. Oh, that happens. Then fuck them. That we're not talking about those people. That's if you're at a craft show and you're walking around with headphones in, you're a different class of person. (laughs) Like screw you. Um, I just feel like they're. I will occasionally see someone who I can tell they do not want to interact with me. I just, I'm, I'm of the opinion that they are on your turf. They're in your store. They've come to this show. There is not one single human being that should enter that space and be shocked that they're being said hello to. Yeah. So if I think that if I think that every single person that walks up to your booth deserves at least you saying, like hi how are you sure let me know if you need anything like just a simple greeting to let them know that you are the owner of this shop that they are looking at and then if they give you a dirty look fine that's fine you can whatever you're allowed to take that on as the business owner but like i think that every single person deserves like a hello and an acknowledgement regardless of if they look moody or they, mm-hmm. cause some people just have like resting bitch face. Like some people are just in a bad mood and like still, you know, I don't know. And like, if they want to be like, fuck you, I didn't want to be talked to inside their head. Like screw that person. Yeah. I feel like I do get a lot of just like a nod. Yeah. In response, and that's fine. And it's like, okay. And like not in response is fine. Like people, there's going to be so many different levels of like how people want to be treated and you're never going to know what all those levels are. So like, I think every, I think all the vendors need to have kind of a, a base level of like, everyone should get a greeting. Everyone should get an acknowledgement so that that person can't be like, well, nobody talked to me. Like no one said hello to me. Um, 
because maybe they they maybe they need the in like mm-hmm. if they're a, if they're a shy person and they're awkward or they're having a bad day maybe they just needed you to be like hi how are you can I, let me know if i can do anything for you like and then you have to be the one that can read them yeah and say okay they gave me a nod and a no response no verbal response then you stop talking sure yeah uh, so i guess my point was just like you can't treat every no. customer the same way right i think once you've given them that initial hello i'm the person then it's up to you to make sure that you're not you know if because some people will just be like oh my god hi do you make this where are you from what's this about what's this made of how much does this cost like and then you can match them mm-hmm. and like other people are going to just give you a nod and not talk and they might stand there for 30 minutes and touch everything on your table and like never speak to you and then just start handing you things to buy oh i love that like that does not happen i, I have that often, sometimes and i'm like man what the, like i yeah. i will write people I've off had, i will be like this lady is never gonna buy anything from me and uh-huh. why is she just standing here and then she'll just start holding things that that's a definite customer type and you're like what's your deal and or then she just like, will be like should i just hand this to you and i'm like absolutely or like the person <laughs> who you see like really looking at several things and then all of a sudden they hand them all yeah. to you and you're, and like, you're like what is happening what? are you handing these back to me to put away yeah. and I, I sometimes <laughs> i ask them like oh are you is you're going with all yeah of this? and are then you i'm purchasing shaking items? yeah as this if for buying? I've just started doing this. Right. I'm new here. <laughs> is this, are you giving me money in exchange for these items? Um, I mean, I actually still do that when I get an online order that's yeah. for like yeah. five things. Where you're I'm like, like what's happening? You're like, I have to call you on the phone and verify that you're okay. <laughs> um, okay. So I'll add to, since we're talking about customer interactions. Yeah. Um, one of my, um, things, tips or whatever is to not rely on your own signage to tell the customer things. Agreed. Sometimes like, you know, make the sign, don't make the sign either way, tell the customer about whatever it is that. Yes. If you're having a special or they're looking at study rings and you know that study rings are buy two, get one 50% off. Yeah tell them that while they're looking at them yeah yeah so um normally i don't have any signs i think i'll have a couple at this for things but um if i have some sort of deal going on i won't make a sign for it and i will tell every single person yeah absolutely and if there's a group there i will like address the group yeah um it's just a like that next interaction yeah. and with I think, people i think it's hard if you have a sign now you're not going to say anything right you know i do agree that like don't rely on signs but also make signs i think make signs because there are some there are going to be there are going to be situations where if it's crowded you don't want to miss someone that you didn't say it to because they didn't know but then they saw the sign mm. like a sign can catch someone sure. that didn't get but don't told. rely on the sign. But, but at the same time, sign don't rely backup. on the sign. Because I think yeah. a lot of people do rely on the sign. I know that there are people that I've That's witnessed why I mention it. at show of hands that just put a ton of signage up and then they just stand there. I just feel like um, if you don't have anything, any information to relay to the customer. Yeah. 
it can be too hard to just start a conversation. Right. Exactly. So if you've got this thing you have to yeah. tell them, and it's I think, an icebreaker. I know that there's always that feeling that people are like, I don't want to be overbearing and I right. don't want to make uh, the customer oh, I've, uncomfortable. Yeah, I've worked so much retail. And I know I that, don't do I mean, that. even I, a person who's very extroverted, like even I have that feeling of like, oh, I don't want to just like come down on this person and mm -hmm. be like, oh, the cards are four for five, you know, like, because maybe they don't give a fuck, but yeah. also like, that's why I'm here. Like I paid a lot of money to be here. I paid a lot of money to stand here and talk to these people. And like, yes, I'm going to have to repeat myself 100 oh, yeah. times today. Yep. And I'm going to have to sound really friendly and, and hi, this is my thing that I say and I'm salesy and whatever, like, and they know that, but like, that's what we're all here for. Like, we're not at my house. This isn't a party. Like, we're at an event where everyone's selling things. Everyone knows the rules. Mm. No one is going... That customer isn't going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that person was trying to sell me something. Like, yeah, that's what we're here for. So there's a certain amount of, like, if you are an introverted person and you are shy, like, you... there you're going to have to practice. Like you're going to have to kind of get over it and like get your little spiel figured out and like figure out the things you're going to say and like maybe write them down. Like maybe have yeah. a little list hidden behind your stuff. That's like, these are the three things that I'm just going to make sure I say to people. Yeah. I've always meant to yeah. make, well, like Steve worked for nonprofits like for so long. He always had an elevator pitch yeah. that he could have rattle a off elevator pitch. For, like it, it's not yeah. weird. Like it, if it helps you and if it makes you more comfortable and if it helps you like seal the deal with like five extra customers, that could be $200 that you got because you just said some words mm -hmm. like, and I think when you are accessible and you're friendly and you seem interested like those customers are going to also be interested. And like some people are going to show up to a show and be so into it and they're going to feed off your energy and they're going to make it real easy for you. And other people are going to be really difficult and like make you suffer through it. And like some people are going to say dumb shit to your face or that, and it, there's always a woman who doesn't realize that she's just hard frowning at yes. your booth. Like there are going to be like, yes. And you're like, doing it on is, purpose? She do, is she trying to make me feel like shit? Yeah. Or they'll say something that they don't mean to be negative, but it is, or it's something that five other people just said to you. And then they say it again and you're like, fuck. Oh, oh my God. Starbucks. Oh, and, and like, but guess what? That is the first time they've said it and I you know. have to suck it Some up. Some people realize it to, right after it comes oh. out of their mouth. And I'm like, yeah. And so you have to be ready Fine. for those things. Like you have to know that that's coming and you have to just kind of like remember that, that even though you've been doing this all day long and hundreds of times, that customer has done that once yeah and like you can't take it out on them yeah. and i all i think the other thing i think about when i Unless think about like being straightforward oh, rude if they're being straightforward go, rude go ahead and be literally rude back. be rude back to them <laughs> i like i i tell vendors all the time i'm like if you if somebody's being straight up rude to you like i have no problem like 
you will not offend me or the show or anyone else if you're like get away from my booth yeah and also like come find me and tell me and point at them <laughs> like and i will literally like go and talk to them i've done it before and i will do it again i will have them removed from the show I have i'll never no forget the year we were still on the other side and there was that guy going around and like haggling with only the only women women vendors, yeah. vendors. Um, and it was all happening while I was there like late because yeah. we were like waiting for everyone to clear out. There's like a volunteer who couldn't leave until everyone left, including yeah. that dude. And so we just hung out with her. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was so weird. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I didn't hear about the story until like two weeks later, though. I didn't there were know several why. people that didn't know was, what was there going was a on. jacket still there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. I will kick people out of the show. I have no problem doing it. I enjoy doing it, actually. <laughs> I've done it three times now. I like Is that it. a challenge? Yeah. Bring it on, <laughs> rude customers. You don't want to fuck with me, especially if I have a cocktail in my hand. Because <laughs> then I'll get real, I get real saucy. <laughs> That's when have, being slightly drunk is good. Because you're like, I'm happy but right now. But only slightly. I'm feeling great. Get out of my show. I don't want to feel not great. If you make my vendors unhappy... I make you leave. <laughs> oh, but the other thing that I think is good about dealing with customers or just like interacting with customers is the thing I try to tell people is imagine if you had to hire an employee mm. to represent you and talk to customers. What, how would you want them to talk to customers? Ugh, yeah. How would you want them to sell your stuff to customers would you would you pay somebody twelve dollars an hour or whatever to stand behind their your booth or sit in a chair behind your booth and not talk to anybody or would you fire that person and what's funny is i've i was always better at selling stuff that i didn't make right right exactly that i did so i think if you i think when you work for yourself and it's your own thing you you do get into this weird kind of comfort bubble or whatever where you get a little lazy but if you can step outside of that and remember that like this is a company that you own and if you kind of think of yourself as your own employee and you think like would this be acceptable if this wasn't my company if I if I was the employee of this company wouldn't the boss come over and be like you have to talk to people you can't just sit there yeah Oh, and you have to get off your phone. You can't be on your phone. Something I feel like Sarah and I are really good at is we will talk when we don't have customers. And right. the second the one of second us gets a customer, yep. we just stop talking. Immediate, to dead sentence. Yeah. Mid sentence. You'll stop talking. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think that there is a way to be really, to be yourself and be, and like be a friendly, normal person, but still be super professional. Like you can be really friendly with the shoppers. Like they're all normal people. And like they know that you're normal people. They don't want you to be like a weird schmoozy mm. trade show salesperson. People hate that shit. People hate when people are like, hi, welcome to Michelle Starbuck Designs. Yeah. We have stud earrings today. Like no one wants to hear that shit. They want you to be who you are. If you're kind of a shy person and you're kind of weird and you're kind of awkward, like they want you to just be like that. Yeah. But yeah. they also want to know if this is made out of brass 
and they want you to tell them if these are on sale and like they want you to not be sitting behind your booth posting things on Instagram. They want you to be talking to them because they're the ones that are going to give you money. How do you feel about making stuff while you're working at your booth? I think if you can make stuff and interact with the customers at the same time, it can be really valuable. Like I know several people, like I know Steph does that Stephanie from Steph by stitch. She will sit there and do a cross stitch like while she's at her booth. But she also like sits up on a high chair Mm -hmm. and talks to people while she's doing it. And she'll show people what she's doing. And like, I know like Penny Knot has been at the show and she, Janine, she's, uh, does knitting crocheting and knitting and she'll literally be making something that she's selling. Yeah. I think if it's, um, for some reason knitting seems to like make some, a lot of sense If it's something to me. that like makes sense to the, if it's I think it adds value. Yeah. Like if it shows if that you you're see doing like, something. Oh shit, that takes a long time. Yeah. I'm actually getting a good deal by right. And it shows that like literally the human being standing in front of me that's talking to me is also the same human being that made it Mm -hmm. like, and then like allegory will bring equipment sometimes like they'll bring like the lathe that like makes the pens Mm -hmm. and like Chad will stand there and like make a fucking pen in front of you. And like, but he will stand there and talk to you and be like, and show you like how that works and like how this turns into this. And like, this is the block of wood that we start with. And so, yeah, I think if there's stuff that if you're just doing it to like busy yourself because you don't want to talk to customers, like that's weird. If you're like hiding yeah, in the corner, it feels like I get why it's a valuable thing to do. Yeah. But then I also worry about like having the time to actually yeah, do it. Right. I think um, it depends on what it is. And like, is, is there potential for a person to not want to interrupt you? I guess I think, yeah, you would have to make sure that you are on top of the minute somebody comes up to the front of your booth, stopping what you're doing, make eye contact with them, say hello to them. Make it look like it's very easy to set down the thing. Or even say to them like, oh, I'm working on a kit right now. Let me know if you have any questions. Like, I think that you always have to be the one that opens the door under any situation. Because like, say you're helping another customer or say you're posting an Instagram video at the moment the customer walks up or say you're restocking a shelf, like anything that you're doing, um, you should always kind of be, you know, in that mode of like making sure that you're acknowledging the customer that just walked up. Mm. Cause I think that that's a thing too, where like in the situation where you're competing with the attention span of hundreds of other, like there are hundreds of other shops that are also open and there's no reason why that customer shouldn't just walk on by. But if you turn and say like, Oh, Hey, I'm just restocking my shelves. Let me know if you have any questions, they will stop. There's a little like psychology of shopping tip in there. Oh yeah. um, Which is make, if you can make your booth so that it needs to be restocked, for some reason, oh yeah, the act of restocking yeah, totally. something it does psychologically makes ma- yep. people want to so come in and see what it is. I have a weird, and I try to explain this to my employees when I have people working my booth, which sometimes makes sense to some people, and other people are like, "I have no idea what you're talking about or why you're making me do this." But I have weird number theories about how many things oh, should okay. be out. So, um, so like in card spinners, 
Um, I have weird theories about like how many cards should be in the pockets so that it neither seems like you're taking the last of my stock, but it also doesn't seem like I have so many that no one has ever bought these before. So there's like kind of that psychology of shopping of like, if there's two cards left, people are less likely to buy it because mm. it looks like, like I've literally had people like hesitate and be like, Oh, I don't want to buy your last card as if that's my last card. I, I do feel like I'll, I'll struggle if it's something that like the hanging earrings or the stud earrings that have multiples out. Yeah. The last one does struggle a it bit linger, to sell right? a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I, I try not to put more than three out of right. any of those yeah. things. And then necklaces, I've tried putting multiples yeah. of a necklace out. That is bad. Yeah. One of each. Well, see, and isn't that interesting? So like yeah. the number, this number theory, the number itself does not apply universally. No. Like cards are very different from jewelry and jewelry is very different from candles and candles are very different. Like every, every kind of product is going to have a different like magical number. I think it depends on how it's displayed too. Absolutely. Like people love Absolutely. grabbing the earrings off. Of if the something's card hanging, things, it's different. They love it. If something is yeah. laid out, it's different. Yeah. If something's in a, in a container, it's different. Like you kind oh, of have to love figure out. Yeah. Of things. Like if something is cheaper and there's more mm. or more expensive and there's more, like there's all kinds of levels of like how much something should cost versus how many are laying out like if michelle has 12 110 dollar necklaces mm -hmm. that's that crazy would be weird. Yeah. but if she has 12 110 dollar necklaces and nine of them are in the back and three of them are laid out on a special tray like that makes more sense those are going to sell better than if all 12 of them are laid out like there's something psychological yeah. about like and yeah, you're right. Like the, and we also talked about the whole, like having a line. Yes. Like not only the restocking of product, but the also like, it's also like the fake shopper thing in retail environments. It's the same at shows. Like if there are a couple people at your booth, like physically buying things, you will suddenly have a line. Yeah. You will suddenly have more people than you can handle and then they'll go away and it'll be a desert. Yeah. And you'll be like, where, wait, what just happened? And that's and, when you go pee. Yeah. And then you go run and you go to the bathroom <laughs> and then you run back. But it's like a weird, it's human nature. It's a human, it's comfort. And it's, it's a weird, like humans respond to what other humans are doing. It's about anxiety and like, um, a, a human being is much more likely in that situation to walk up to a table where there are already other people doing the thing they want to yeah. do. If there's no one at a table, only a smaller percentage of people, like I would have no problem walking up to an empty table. I would actually, I think I personally want to walk up to the empty right. table more cause I don't like crowds, right. but, but there are I a lot of people that, that won't walk up to an empty table yeah. because they don't want to be talked to or they don't want to yeah. be singled they don't want out the pressure of they having one-on-one -on -one interaction yes. and they don't yeah. want that shopper to be like oh my god maybe this is the person that's going to buy something like whereas i walk up and i'm like i don't give a fuck what you think i just want to look at your stuff i feel like in sometimes if a show is 
slow like at the moment or whatever that's why um I like having someone working with me that we can be like having a cut, you know, like yeah. I don't look you can like take I'm the, scared. You're not just standing wait. there it takes like some a, pressure yes, off exactly. or talking to my booth neighbor. Right. So we're laughing and having fun. Yes. Like, which is also why having, cocktail. having like either a real or fake activity in your booth, yeah. like restocking or putting labels on shopping bags yeah. or doing an Instagram video or whatever it is, like having some kind of side thing to do bored or right. angry. You want to be doing something that interacts with your booth, but you also don't want to be like hovering over a customer. So like you kind of have to find your phone. Don't. Yeah. 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 You got to, ch- everybody's got to chill out with their phones. You, everybody's got to chill out with their phones. Like, I've had a couple of specific scenarios with show of hands where um, y'all don't know that I'm watching you, but I'm watching you. Like I'm watching all of you. I walk around, I look at your booth displays. I watch how you interact with shoppers. And mostly it's because I'm learning from all of you. I'm learning, like I'm watching to see like how people are doing and how shoppers are reacting and what, and if shoppers are happy and if you're happy and if booth displays are working and because I'm just that kind of person and my brain is constantly well, and also so when on fucking fire, if someone complains to you afterwards, you can be like, guess what? I saw you at your booth and you weren't exactly. trying very hard. So I have had multiple scenarios <laughs> where someone after the show has made there's been I would say out of the last 12 shows, there's been five people in seven years that have made specific points to like come to me after the show and say something about like, Oh, I thought the show was slow or like, I didn't do that well. Or like I was kind of disappointed or whatever. And you know, I usually I'm just kind of like, I don't know what you want me to say about that because you're one of five people in like literally hundreds of (laughs) vendors. But what I want to say to them is like, I saw you during the show and almost every single one of those people was someone that I witnessed not talking to people, not interacting with their customers, sitting behind a table, looking at their phone, like either away from their booth or just like looking bored, like just not putting any effort into being there. And then they later were like, I didn't have very good sales and they were so quick to blame the show or the shoppers or their booth placement. And I wanted to, I so badly want to say you need to turn things back on yourself a little bit and be aware that there are a lot of factors that go into why you might have an unsuccessful show. And if you are not putting any effort into getting people to interact with you and look at your stuff and respond. If you seem bored, like you don't care, then no shopper is going to care. Not one shopper is going to want to buy anything from you. I feel like one reason that happens is if you've previously done something like the Ren- Summer Renegade, where, where it's, it's like a show where you don't have people. to say yeah. shit you, to anyone. You could anyone. literally sit on the ground yeah. and people will throw money at you. Like you're, you can't have conversations with people. Stuff's just being handed to you. You're taking their money and handing it back. Yeah. If you go from that's your experience at a craft show to doing almost any other craft show. Yeah. (laughs) 
yeah. where you have to work for a sale, yeah. you think that it's now this show's fault. Yeah. Well, in, and show of hands in particular, the crowd that comes to it is a crowd that wants, they want, they want they're coming to your see energy. You. Yeah. They want, they don't, they're not, they, this isn't a flea market to them. Mm. Like they're not there to just like point at a shiny object and have you put it in their bag. Like, they came to see you. Yeah. They came to they came to discover you. Yeah, and I'm sure like, other people get this, but the whole weekend, all I hear is, "Are you Michelle? Yeah, are you like, oh, I followed you on Instagram, yeah. and oh, I've been wanting to meet you in person, and oh, I bought your stuff at Sacred Art, and yeah. oh, like, th- there are people that come to show of hands and like walk up to me, and they're like, they literally are like, where is this? Like, there are people at the front booth every show that come in, and they're like, can you help me find these people? And the, and like I and because I'm crazy, I'm like, I know exactly where those people are. Sometimes I even walk people to people's booths and there and I'm like and I will just be like, oh, my God, this you know about them or have you met them before or did you know this? And most of the people are like, no, I just saw that they were on here. I follow them on Instagram or I saw them at a show or my friend told me about them or I got a present from my friend last year and I wanted to see them in person. And it's like you're celebrities to these people and like they're not there to just cash grab your stuff they want the experience of having a conversation with you and walking up to you and saying i love your stuff i want to buy it and like that's not everybody that comes that's not all the shoppers but it's a good amount of them and i think it's really sad when people don't take advantage of that. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's unfortunate to me that there are people who spend the money and spend the time and put the effort in only halfway and like show up and could be taking so much advantage of those people and that environment that they're in. And then at the end are like, I don't know, this is all right. And I'm like, are you serious? Cause people next to you made $10,000. Yeah. And got four wholesale accounts because they stood there and were on fire the whole time and like put in effort and like, that's not going to happen to everybody, but like you didn't even try. And it's like, I think that there's like, everybody's got to try to meet in the middle and like some people are going to put a lot of effort in and not have a crazy, amazing show, but like you sure as hell aren't going to have an amazing show if you just sit there and wait for it to come to you. Yeah. I feel like this is a good transition into like what you should. Well, this is Tuesday and show of hands is Friday. So it might be a little bit too late for this, but maybe not like the, um, getting yourself, um, like physically and mentally prepared for this intense weekend by taking care of yourself right now. Well, and I mean, even just because a lot of, it's also good to talk about because a, a lot of the people doing the show this weekend and a lot of people listening are, he- this is like the first of many yeah. shows. Yeah. Right. So you have to start thinking about the stuff now or you're Don't not going to kill make yourself it till Christmas. Yeah. Um, both of us were sick for over a month 
yeah. at the end of the year and beginning of next year. And I think that we did we a wanted great to job last everything year to prevent that from happening. Yeah, again. I think both of us have a little bit of PTSD from last it was, year. I've never been sick no. for as long as no. I was last year. Yeah, I had it was the flu and multiple sinus infections. I had back to back migraines for the first three months of 2019. It was really bad. It was really, yeah. really bad. Yeah. Like to the point where I was like, I'm done with life. Yeah. Like I'm done with this. <laughs> I feel like we've both been forced into like having to like actually deal with some issues. Like, yes. <laughs> issues that we've ignored <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. You yeah. with migraines. Yeah. I've been trying to figure out like weird hormone shit yeah. like anyone wants to know about that but it's fun um old and lady I feel shit like i'm it whatever weird herb shit i'm taking is is yeah. working i yeah. feel better and i'm like um excited to go into the holiday season for once yeah. um because i finally like have a good production schedule because i've been like I worked so hard to take weekends off for the last several yeah. months that I feel like I'm keeping up with things better. I mean, I'm a little bit stressed out right now, but we also yeah. have the most number of wholesale orders going out next Wednesday that we've ever had because despite all my efforts to get people to place their orders early, they didn't. <laughs> And they all place them at Thanks, the very last everybody. second. And I'm still getting, you know, like, oh, if I place an order now, can You're I like, still uh, get it? And it's like, like, fine. Yes. But Jesus Christ, yeah. I've sent you a million emails. How many times did I, I have to remind you? I got an email you? from a store yesterday saying, I'm behind on my holiday orders. Like, yeah. yeah. And whose fault is that? <laughs> Yours. <laughs> like, you know, there's only three weeks it's between really Thanksgiving and Christmas, right? Like, come on. You're just, it's November 7th right now when we're recording right. this. Just yeah. so people know. You're behind. Yeah. You're, yes, you are very behind. It's just occurred to you. Yeah. Whatever. Um, you should have been doing this shit in August. So I guess, <laughs> like, because of all of the extra pressure that gets put on us to bring in money during this last quarter um uh i feel like we have to try harder you know to keep our shit together yeah um and because we're going to be in person at shows we can't look like we're crazy stressed out or right. falling apart right like we there was definitely a period of time in our community where looking like you're falling apart was just it was the norm <laughs> and we all laughed about it right we're like, like oh, my life is terrible. a goddamn mess <laughs> isn't that hilarious and i'm and i think a lot of us are over it it's not oh, yeah. funny anymore no we're like i need to look fucking cute and if i don't i'm gonna feel real bad about myself and it's gonna affect me yeah i need to it show doesn't up doesn't have to be that way no not at all um it's also okay to want to like look presentable and understand that that's like part of your business. It's not about being like I'm vain or I'm taking care of myself and I'm special. Yeah. It's about that's part of your fucking branding. Like you need to look like 
it affects how people buy things. Like it was the thing. Was I talking to you about it, about how Josh was like, nobody wants to buy anything from me. Cause I'm not a oh, cute girl. Yeah. For some reason, <laughs> Steve pulls it off somehow, but it's cause he, when he needs to be, he is a thousand times more charismatic than I am. <laughs> He's yeah. so He's goddamn like, friendly. <laughs> He's um, like, I made this jewelry. Do you want to buy great. it? He, like he's way better at actually working a booth than but I yeah, am. You got, you have to like, you can't like whatever shit like, you're going through and however stressed you are. Like eat yeah. some fucking vegetables. Yes. You need to be fed. You need to be hydrated. You need to be fucking well rested. Yes. Like it is as much as you want to be like, I'm going to pull an all nighter and make a bunch of shit the night before like you have to schedule in that shit you need to be like nope i'm going i'm sleeping from this time to this time like that's just as important as i'm packing cards from this time to this time or i'm labeling yeah. shopping bags from this time to this time like you need to schedule that shit and like it's very very important also like during shows like when you have long weekend shows and stuff like don't like go out and stuff mm -mm. like i don't know how bad do that go to fucking bed like go home like if you want to see people go to dinner because you need to eat food and then go to bed i can't even do that like don't stay up really late like don't go out somewhere like chill out like yeah. go home and take a shower and go to sleep like go home and pack some extra inventory and go to bed get up in the morning and like get a coffee like some people come in in the morning, like somebody last year after the, at the holiday show, like on Saturday came in and they were like, we went to a club last night. What? I'm like, I fucking hate you. Shut up. I'm like, don't that tell the boss that you went to a club last night. I don't want to hear it. I have a hard enough time <laughs> with the Friday to Saturday morning transition yes. as yeah. it is. Absolutely. I'm like, you people have two. I'm like, how old are you? 24? Get out of my face. <laughs> um, I keep thinking about how I think it was two years ago. Now we had Robin Fisher on the yes. show for self care tips. Yeah. And she talked about how we need to make lists of like the things that like we go our go-to things for relaxation or self-care yeah. or whatever yeah and i i guess i should write mine down i haven't but like yeah. i just like sort of set the framework for that earlier this week and i'm like ironically this is when i'm like a better version of myself yeah. or something like starting this week i've actually made it to the gym twice which yeah. i haven't done in forever and hopefully i'll make it again tomorrow because i need it for stress relief yeah not for any other no. reason yeah but it gets me out of the house for an hour and i'm doing something that's not work yeah you know um and i'm like all right i'm gonna I'm going to let myself work after dinner because I can't just not, you know, like restrict my hours and I'm yeah. just not going to get do stuff done. Do. Yeah. So like I can work till nine o'clock. Right. Yeah. And after nine o'clock, then I get to either like watch a TV show um, and read or just read. Yeah. Like we've been watching the IT crowd and those are ah. short episodes. Yeah. So I'll finish working, watch an episode of the IT crowd, shower, read. 
Yeah. And then I'm sleeping by 10-ish. Like a normal human that's nice to herself. But I wasn't doing that I know, all it? year. Well, I'm doing it now because I have the strict regimen. Before regiment. we started recording and you said you were like, yeah, I've like read before going to bed every night, like take a shower. I like, yeah. in the studio and I take a shower and I read and I'm like, oh, that sounds so nice. I should do that. And then I'm like, that's such a dumb, easy thing. Like it's so simple and stupid to be like, I'm a grown ass adult especially grown-ass adults that like don't have children yeah like oh you can't just fucking take a yeah, shower and read kids, and none go of to these be- rules yeah, apply yeah, yeah, to you yeah, we sorry. don't know how you deal with that we don't know what you're it doing it blows our minds we're sorry and doing we love you oh my god <laughs> peace be with you yeah but like it's it makes me feel extra lazy and stupid and like what is my problem when it's like yeah why can't i just be like do, just do this nice shit for yourself like you're not you're not taking away from your business you're not somehow losing precious work hours by like taking a 20 minute sh- hot shower because it makes you feel good mm-hmm. or like it'll help you sleep better or like read a book because it'll turn your brain off and like make yeah. you not think about work and then you'll sleep better so that when you wake up unless in the morning, you're reading a book about murder and then you <laughs> dream about murder but that's fine it's better than dreaming about like work shit yeah I've, i had been right? having the like craft show nightmares yeah that's what i'm saying like i was having dreams about like floor plans like yeah. that's fucked up so like it is weird though to think about like you can just give yourself a little bit of leeway. Like it's not the end of the world. What the, what the end of the world is, is working yourself into sickness. Yeah. And I feel like even if you're not like sick, sick, if you're just visibly run down, customers are going to see that. And think about being, think about running yourself down and think about like, what if I, what if I could tell you right now that like 100% guaranteed you will make 20% less money if you aren't as rested at the show. Like what if, what if that's like a guaranteed thing where it's like you were going to go in with a sales goal of $2,000 and cause you were going to be well rested, but now you didn't get enough sleep and you didn't take care of yourself this week. And now you're going to be kind of groggy and grumpy and not as effective with your sales pitches or talking to people. And now you're only going to make $1,500 is it worth it to go to sleep early or that wasn't 20 percent? well whatever but right (laughs) but like is it worth it to like lose a couple hundred dollars yeah no wouldn't you isn't it isn't it paying yourself to go to sleep on time or like get the right amount of sleep or like treat yourself nice and like take a hot bath or like read a book or go for a walk or go to the gym or whatever it is like yeah when yeah. you think about it Everyone in terms has of different money, things like I think about things like I think about being nice to myself in such a weird way that like sometimes I do have to trick myself into thinking about it like as a business expense mm. like if I turn it around and go yeah, but wouldn't you be losing money? Like, aren't you actually costing yourself money? Aren't you taking away from your business? Oh, for sure. Like if you can trick yourself, if you, if you are a person that can't just like selfishly give yourself things, then maybe you need to realize that like it is part of your business to, to be healthy and be active and be at your best you will work better. Your product will come out better. Your product will be made better. It'll be made faster. It'll be made more efficiently. Like 
every like your profit margins will go up you're like you will have a better show at the end of it you'll be in a better mood you'll make better business connections like all because you like took a couple extra hours out of your week to like not yeah push yourself and be stressed for me like it was just as easy as telling steve like these are my goals so now like at night he's like he can be like hey are you gonna go to you you know he's reading too yeah with me Um, no that's like oh is it time to read it's like yeah yeah have an accountability accountability buddy yeah so if you don't live with someone you can find someone else yeah. to just or just, or just like have post a, it on fucking have a reminder. social media yeah like these are my priorities yeah um i was like i know other people aren't into cooking like i am yeah. but that's like one of my relaxing things that yeah. i do that is hard to make time to do when you're super busy so yeah. i've like I've been working really hard to come up with like meals that can like make extra meals. Like I did my double batch of chili things. So there are three containers of chili and coordinating corn muffins in the (laughs) freezer. (laughs) Um, And I've been working on some other ideas for like batch cooking, which has never been my thing. I'm like a meal planner, but they're all like individual meals. Yeah. Um, and just like making sure that they're like real vegetable heavy. If I don't like, yeah. if I don't eat enough green vegetables, I will get a cold. Yeah. No. And, that, and that's just me. Yeah. Well, that's um, another thing too, is like remembering that like, aside from just getting like run down and stuff or being tired or grumpy or whatever, like the more susceptible you are to getting actually sick, yeah. like getting the flu or getting a cold, like that's that can be like actually detrimental like that could mean like what if that means you have to cancel a show what if Mm -hmm. that means you can't you can't do work what if that means you can't do a restock what if that means you have to like not fulfill an order like that those kind of things can be actually like money losing situations I would like to highly recommend getting the elderberry syrup from Tippecanoe. Oh, yeah. I'm on my second You can get it this bottle. weekend at Show of Hands. You can. Um, he's right next to me. That's true. And I'm so excited about it. Michelle's just going to be buying all his I'm inventory. I'm the biggest fan. Well, no, I'm sure he has bigger fans than I am. But I like to think I'm a huge fan. You're one of his biggest fans. Yes. Um, uh, I got a cold like a week ago ish no two weeks ago now whatever steve got it real bad and i was taking lots of elderberry syrup and i had it for maybe two days it just sucka yeah you were taking it once you got it once you got once he got sick i started taking it loser (laughs) yeah um but he still he had it for not as long as i think he would have normally nice so um yeah, I it's like miracle stuff. I think it cured my cold that I had last year too. Yeah. It was like the final thing that I tried. That and the vegetable soup from the Thai restaurant we order from. <laughs> I think that those two things cured me. Combined. I think I was vegetable deficient. Like I mean, my yeah. body knows. If I think I'm people do. Deficient. I think we all do. We get it's hard not to get like a little lazy with like your normal habits. Like you start eating differently and eating less and sleeping less. And it's bad. It's it's hard not yeah. to like stick to your own. Yeah. Schedule Unless with you're things. like some 
I don't know, like superhero, superhero. Yeah. You need sleep, water, and like actual nutritious food. Yeah, that's so, the basic. That's not so hard. Like if you you don't have to take baths, you know, but yeah. like do those basic things. Yeah, and the, and like activity, like movement. Oh yes, exercise. Yeah, just like of whatever stretching or something, or going for a walk. Yeah, or walk whatever. around your neighborhood. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, I did the ultimate. Um, I've been doing craft shows for a long time i'm really confident about my capabilities thing in which i going to in a like a i wouldn't call it a concert uh thursday night the night before show of hands i'm going to see david steris and i'm like i don't <laughs> give a shit i'm gonna be done i'm not working the night before that's show of hands. i know it is right all right yep um, that's when it was i wanted to go i will get my shit done we're going to <laughs> we're going to something on what are we going to never not funny um but the sunday before okay and josh was like i know that's right that's before the show and i was like I, th- I was like no i think it's fine i'm usually it's done totally fine. the day before anyway yeah so i figure what's the difference i was like what am i gonna be doing like i was like as long as i know ahead of time if you were like uh, on sunday morning if you were like we're going to this thing tonight i would be like fuck you i was pla- i have work to do sure but but it's planned yeah it's planned yeah, I've had i know for three weeks months, in advance so. i can plan around it it'll be a thing to look forward to that's mm-hmm. not work related that'll be good yep so yeah i think that's always good so if you um i know so little time between now and then but there are other shows people are doing other shows yeah if anyone wants any more tips just send us a yeah. message send us a message we have we have lots of opinions yeah we're um, getting good at it i think if you compared like our advice now to our advice two years ago you know our advice two years ago i think well i think the first time we started talking about it we were like we are broken and then the following <laughs> year i distinctly remember we're saying, like we don't know yeah. help us <laughs> i think it was last year when i was like we have to stop the cycle. We have yeah. got like I want yeah, we're to on not up, laugh about how fucked up our lives are. That can't be a yeah, thing yeah, yeah, that yeah. We, we can't do that anymore. Joke about anymore. Yeah, it's not funny. Um <laughs> I was at still rewatching Bones because I I don't give you're a, a shit. Dork. <laughs> and uh one of the characters um is in <laughs> Gamblers Anonymous, which is sort of a funny uh, anonymous thing that exists yeah but um i did take a psychology of gambling class so i like oh. know a lot about why people gamble. why people like to gamble so um i i like those episodes but i was thinking <laughs> about like how we should start uh something anonymous group crafters anonymous who used to like just fucking a use the shit out of themselves work-wise but like not for like the like high-powered wall street people for our people yeah for little little baby companies like people who hand make the thing for the business that they also own yeah well makers anonymous i guess (laughs) but we're not (laughs) we're not we're not anonymously makers <laughs> no i mean like it's not alcohol anonymous it's alcoholics, alcoholics anonymous. anonymous so 
like i don't know we'd have to come we didn't have yeah, to make I'd, up a I new word yeah my first thought last night was like hustlers anonymous no we hate that I'm word like, I hate the word too, but also it implies other things. We hate that word. I hate yeah. that word. No more hustling. I hate, I hate it. It was a bad idea. I hate that word. Yeah. And, and I also now hate the word boss. Oh, yeah. I kind of like do in general. Too. Yeah. It's driving me nuts. It got ruined. Boss and bossy. Get out of here. I'm now, I now have like all these feelings about how show of hands is this weekend. When it's not, Sorry. when it's two and a half weeks from now. Um, but it's this weekend. But it's this you're weekend. Listening if you're it. listening oh, to this. So do you want to do your final elevator pitch for show of hands? Oh then? yeah. Okay. So show I'm of hands. If you don't already know and you're not in it. <laughs> show of hands. Chicago is this weekend. It's at Artifact Events, which is 4325 North Ravenswood in Chicago. Um, it's super easy to get to. You can go on the Brown line to the Montrose stop and it's literally right there. Um, there's easy parking though. So you can drive if you want or Uber or Lyft or whatever the hell all that nonsense is. Um, but it's Friday night preview is 5 to 9 p.m. You have to get tickets for that. I'm assuming they're not sold out. Maybe they are. They're probably not. Um, and that's on the website, showofhandschicago.com. But they will sell out probably by... They will sell out. They usually sell out like Thursday. on Thursday or Friday. Okay. So... Um, but yeah, just get them while you're listening to this. Um, and then Saturday and Sunday are free and open to the public. You don't need tickets. 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. both days. If you get there early and stand in line to get in right when it opens on Saturday... Uh, the first 25 shoppers get a tote bag full of goodies from the vendors. So we highly recommend getting in line. Um, but yeah, there's 111 vendors in this one from like all over the place. Um, I think like 80 plus are from Chicago. And then there's a few from around. There's a couple from as far away as Maryland and San Francisco um, but yeah, the bulk of them are Midwest people and it's, yeah, the holiday show is always amazing. It's always like, I want to buy stuff from literally everyone. I bu I do buy stuff from almost everybody. Oh my God. It's dangerous. Between me and Josh, we tend to buy, like we come home and we're like, what did you buy? And I'm like, oh my God, I think we bought stuff from like every single vendor. We usually just get our Christmas shopping done. Oh yeah. And we we'll totally have to get this our Christmas year shopping since done. I'm not really doing anything yeah. else. So there's some stuff, there's some new vendor. It's and almost every show is like half. It almost always ends up being like half previous vendors and half new vendors that have never been in the show. And that's about this. It's about half and half this time. So there's a bunch of new people that have never been in the show before that I'm excited to buy stuff from. And like, there's a, there's a, good handful of people that are like brand new businesses oh, like cool. people that have like never done any shows so i'm excited you know and they're i know that those people are a bit nervous about a big show yeah and like new display I mean, and all that kind of stuff but i'm like throw i'm like throw them in the fire and i'm just like this will be great you're gonna do great you're gonna make money you're gonna get so many new customers it's gonna be amazing so I just look forward to it every time because I feel like everybody has so much fun and like vendors get kind of boosted up for the holiday season. Like it's always a good crowd that like makes 
people feel real positive mm. about everything instead of like if the first show of your season is like a poopy show that's like not well attended and the shoppers are all like could this be four dollars instead of five dollars or like i could make that you know like if mm. all the shoppers are just kind of blah but like our shoppers are so great and like positive and supportive and like actually buy things i think it kind of sends everybody into the yeah. holiday season like in a really good mode where they're like yeah. ready to sell and then, more stuff yeah especially because like that the day after like monday really starts the online holiday right. shopping then it's like the insanity yeah. of like everybody doing big box black friday crap um but yeah it's a, it's always good it's always like a big fun party and everybody just like buys everything i spend all the money i have it's great i'm looking forward to it <laughs> <laughs> I've been saving. I've been saving since the summer. Like everything that every time I'm like thinking about buying something, I'm like, no, I'm just going to hold off. I'm just going to spend all my money at show of hands. It's fine. I think it's good. Anything else you want to say? No, I think we did good. Okay. All right. So yeah. Any, any other info you want to know about show of hands, you can go to show of hands, Chicago.com. And that's also where you can buy tickets and find out where you know where it's at and the whole vendor list is on there um and then obviously pancake town podcast you can text us or dm no you can't text us dm us thank god yeah thank god you can't text <laughs> us dm us with um other ideas for stuff if you've got other questions about shows or want other tips or topic ideas and we're heading in tour uh to hundred episodes and we have we have ideas mm -hmm. we have ideas so that'll be in the new year we'll do we'll head it into yeah it won't happen before it won't happen before the holidays so okay i think that's it yep all right thanks for listening bye bye